0: the Minnesota Moderate Man podcast no politics involved it is Dustin Anderson That's right I am here broadcasting to you in my wonderful home in northern Minnesota and it is a beautiful day It is a beautiful day in March of 2021 and if you are not listening to this in the month of March that's all right because it is just a beautiful outside and that's the embracement if that's even a word I don't think that's even a word And I try to see myself to be very uh, well-versed in vocabulary. All right. Well, anyways, that's beside the point. Let's have a little humor out of the way. It is now time to check out my podcast for today. It is The Wyoming Life. Yes, I am not talking about the cities in Michigan and Minnesota. It is the state of Wyoming, population at around 578,000 people. And what that means, it's a very small state in terms of population, but it, geographically wise, land wise, it's a pretty big state. Not the biggest. And I spent about 14 months in Wyoming of my life and and the reason why i think it's important and why i want to just talk about it is there are some cool lessons within that and that's the point of my podcast is to bring about some sort of joyous moment happy moment for you to connect to hopefully and so that you can i don't know embrace your own moments your own life and just try to <laughs> i don't know uh have a good time with it. The Wyoming life, was it the best decision of my life? I think it was. Actually, it was. And the reason I went out there was I took a, a opportunity for my professional, I guess, career or my career, my professional sense. And I wanted to try something different. And I had an opportunity to go out there. And a lot of people ask me, why Wyoming? Why not California? Why not New York. Well, again, I I guess uh, an opportunity just popped up when I was looking, and without going into too much detail about the position, it was a wonderful opportunity, and why not take it? Why not take an opportunity that is put in front of you and take it? I wasn't tied down to any career at that moment. I was not tied down to uh, a girlfriend or any sort of thing that would cause harm to anybody else. So why not go? And so traveling out there, the 17-hour hike out to Wyoming, first of all, even before I left, uh, somebody said, well, where are you going to live? And so that was a challenge in itself to find somewhere to live. Well, I reached out in the local ad of the Wyoming Daily News, and I said, hey, listen, I need a place to stay. Anybody willing to take me in well a great couple with two kids uh, responded to me and said we would be willing to take you in and, and what better way holy moly what great hospitality who are these people who would take you in and again I, I have no criminal record I am fine I you know but you're going out to this place and I, I I wasn't intending to live with them the whole time but again just to get my feet in the door and go from there Pat and Chris, wonderful people. And again, I thank them over and over for essentially providing me with that opportunity. Because without them, maybe I would have had a more difficult time venturing out to this point in my life. So on the trek there to Wyoming, 17 hours, man, going through South Dakota. And we go into Wyoming and my car had some issues with it right before we actually reached the Bighorn Mountains. A few hours before we reached them in Gillette, Wyoming. Had some car issues and I'm thinking to myself, maybe is this the best decision in my life right now? Is this meant to be? <laughs> have you ever made a decision where you kind of start questioning yourself, kind of wondering, well, is this what I really should be doing right now? Well, the Bighorn Mountains, what a travel through that was and what an adventure that was going through the Bighorn Mountains. Good thing my car got repaired before that because that could have been trouble. And we go down into this little town of Ten Sleep, Wyoming. I couldn't even tell you what the population was. And I mean, I right away I'm looking at this and this is definitely cowboy lifestyle. I mean, it is the cowboy state, Wyoming. You know, Wyoming was the first state to grant women the right to vote. A little uh, little historic uh, tidbit for you out there. And as you reach 10 sleep, you're thinking, oh, oh my goodness, a man from the Midwest, will I match into the lifestyle of Wyoming? And and we get then we travel into 10 sleep, and about know, maybe 20, 30 minutes later, we get into whirlwind Wyoming, my home for the next 14 months. And, and again, I didn't plan that 14 months. It was more so, let's try it for a year and go from there. And so we get into whirlwind and you know, of course, I'm kind of questioning, and I wow, this is going to be weird. But I thought that I'm a pretty flexible individual. I think I can do this. So we meet Pat and Chris, and and what a wonderful opening into the life of Wyoming. You know, the thing about moving to new places, and you might have that even with a a move to a new place or a new job, it's the people that really, I think, are the connection, the relationships that, that you really maybe could make or break the opportunity. And right away, I had a great feeling about that from the start because of the people I met. And not just Pat and Chris, but Brendan, God bless him, Nate and Desiree some of the best people of the one of the best experiences of my life moving out west that provided me with not only friendship but these people provided me with the humor and in in learning more about myself and of course you know I wasn't going out there just to learn about myself I wanted to experience something new maybe I was trying to rebel a little no I was in my 20s I wasn't trying to rebel that's what teenagers are for right But why not go out to Wyoming? Let's get some spurs and my lasso and my horse. No. Even though it it wasn't too cowboy lifestyle, but I do remember uh, going downtown in this town. It was about 7,000, maybe, I don't know, maybe a little bit more. And a a man did uh, uh, tie up his horse downtown it was it was kind of cool to see that. It was uh, like the old Western movies. And you get involved with your work you know Nancy made me feel welcome. so it's those types of people that really make the experience worthwhile. Sherry, Ramona, Wendy, you know some of the greatest people that I, I don't know if they realize how well uh, they truly meant to me in, in my in my time out there. You know, I was very involved. I coached soccer. I coached basketball. And that's where I loved. I started to gain a love for for coaching out there. And meeting people. The community involvement. I tell you right now, in a small-town atmosphere, a western small-town atmosphere, it was amazing to me how well-involved these people were in with their missions, their values, and I was able to go into that, not skip a beat in terms of of their flow, and and it was amazing to to see somebody from the Midwest coming into this lifestyle, a little bit different in some way, obviously, but I'm from the Midwest, and we're pretty nice people up here, and the people in Wyoming were were as nice, and and so it was a great experience. So it was kind of cool to see the the. The involvement. You know that when you're out there in Wyoming, you're out west, you need to travel. And I had the opportunity to do some traveling out there. Seeing the wild horses, seeing the bison. I was I was once told I, I, I was was once told I was with a group of people and I was like, Oh, look at the buffalo out, out there in the pasture and, and someone corrected me and said, No, they're not buffalo, they're bison. We don't have buffalo in the United States. We have bison. And I thought that was neat, to uh, learn that little fact. And it was, uh, it was told to me many other times. Just like I grew up eating venison, which is deer meat. And I remember being at a house of, of someone's, having a dinner, and I said, oh, this venison is great. And they kind of looked at me, venison, we just, we just call it deer meat out here. We don't call it that fancy word. <laughs> And the bison burger I had a chance to try. That was delicious. And I traveled to a little old town south of Whirland, Wyoming called Thermopolis, Wyoming. I don't think the population is even more than 2,000, but I could be mistaken. And Thermopolis was home to the world's largest natural hot springs. If you ever traveled out west to Wyoming, make sure you get yourself uh, dipped into Thermopolis, Wyoming. Try out the ools, Try out the, um, the bathing house, houses. Smell the uh, uh, hydrogen sulfide, all that good stuff. What a smell. Rotten eggs, man. You smell like rotten eggs, but it's definitely not your regular pool. They have pools out there but uh, in this facility, but uh, the, uh, the experience... To be out there and, and learn about the um, you know the geography and, and, and what is going on with how the, the you know the hot springs are are developed and made and, and, and function. It amazes me. Cool thing about Thermopolis, I, I actually found, you know, going out west, you think I'm I'm not gonna know anybody. You know, it's kind of a, not a fresh start, but it's more so I'm going out there, no one knows me, I have to essentially, you know, represent myself. Well, little bow, little to what I knew going out there in my family, didn't know this either, of course, I meet a relative of my father's out there, of all places, Thermopolis, Wyoming. It was through a function that I did and uh, we started talking and it was kind of a cool connection and what a small world, man, it is a small world. Have you ever met anybody in an area that, that you just say, oh, what a small world? Good thing I didn't talk bad about my family in that situation, which I would not. <laughs> and so you travel from Thermopolis, Wyoming, and you go down a little south of that, and you go into the Wind River Canyon. And what a sight to see. If you ever Google map it, it is it is a cool sight to see from, from that view. But driving through the Wind River Canyon, I was in awe, and I had a chance to travel the state on a few occasions and what an opportunity it was and it was just amazing to see god's beauty out there in wyoming the bighorn mountains traveling up during the middle of summer where that dry heat gets you up to a little over 100 degrees a little bit different than the humidity i was used to in the in michigan and in, in minnesota and such but it's the dry heat and we we traveled up to the bighorn mountains traveled up about 11,000 feet and of course it's a little bit more colder up there Uh, and it was it was just amazing to to feel that experience and what an opportunity it was I mean this is probably maybe halfway into my journey in Wyoming you know, I was a part of an organization that really did a lot of great work out there, uh, Even Start. And, and, and I, I was a part of a, 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 a literacy program as well, and I had an opportunity to meet some great people. And a part of that was is learning a lot about culture. And I, I thought to myself, I was you know, well uh, aware of culture, and, but I really didn't have that diversity growing up. And, and, I, and I wanted to, to learn more. And I really, really was, in able, was able to be involved with that. With a program where, where I met a lot of people and these people had a lot of stories to tell with their family and them being Mexican and, and their family being Mexican migrant workers. And it was just thrilling. It was an educational opportunity to learn about diversity, to learn about their history, their, their journey to what got them there, and learning English, and wanting to learn English. I I I went to a fiesta once. I remember being called gringo, and it wasn't in a hateful way. It was a very friendly way. But it was uh, we had great conversations about it, and I learned a lot about myself too, as well, which was which was great. And so, of course, not only understanding my cultural competencies, but understanding the history and and the stories. Which, which really is one of my passions. So I, was, I would encourage you, learn people's stories. Learn about their adventures. Truly, truly try to walk in their shoes, right? We had a lot of fun out there, too, as well. We had a chance to travel up to Grable, Wyoming. Which is the home of Brent Kiesel. Brent Kiesel was a football player for the Pittsburgh Steelers. May not know. Uh, I remember being told that. But Wilford Brimley, an old actor, he was on the Weltons. I think he was on the Oatmeal commercials, uh, among other movies and such. Wilfred Brimley, I remember reading about that, and and somebody told me, and I and I, we actually ran into him at a at a cafe in little old Graybull, Wyoming, and. Uh, we, were, we thought it was fun. We, thought it, we were kind of in awe that this individual was, was there. And, uh, of course, he wasn't very pleasant with us. But, you know, rightfully so. You know, we're interrupting him with his breakfast. And why would you do that? I have no idea how old he was. But I, I probably going there every day, doing his same old routine. And look at these two guys, myself <laughs> and uh, a friend of mine up there. Interrupting his wonderful breakfast We do apologize (laughs) You know the, the greatest thing about The greatest thing about this adventure was Was again the people And I continue to know that And learning the stories But finding more about yourself And you do And I met this one person Who was just She was beautiful Of course everybody's beautiful right but I remember, I was young. I was in my 20s, and this one woman, I had a chance to go out with her. We—it we, wasn't anything too serious, I guess. But we I, 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 I asked her out on a date. Oh my! What was I thinking? And of course, I didn't have my hopes on marriage or anything. But she didn't speak very well English—much, uh, much English, excuse me—very well. She wasn't very fluent in it. And we—I uh, thought I have to—I have to impress her. Right, this this man from Michigan, Wisconsin. I have to impress this woman. So I'm gonna take her on a date. Let's take her out on a date. Where do I go, Dustin? And there's a lot of great restaurants out there in Worland, Wyoming. Man, I could have I could have made reservations to travel maybe north to Billions and gone to a nicer place. I don't know. Even though that was a long drive, I wouldn't do that. So I take her to Pizza Hut of all places. Pizza Hut. And I mean, what better American way than 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 showing her the best food on the planet? Pizza, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, I got I got razzed on about that one. But nevertheless, and, and since she doesn't speak well in her English, she was learning. I, I brought my English Spanish dictionary with me so I could, you know, try to speak to her. And that did not go well, as I wasn't very fluent myself in Spanish. But we had a good time, and we, we, we had other great adventures. And again, it's a memory I always look back and smile at, tell my current wife about that. I don't think she finds much humor in it, or maybe she does. I don't know. So Wyoming, the great wilderness. And if you have a chance ever to travel out to Wyoming, and I, of course, maybe I am biased, Because there's many great states, and I'm sure you have traveled out there to many great states, things that you could show appreciation for. And when I moved back from Wyoming, I really did appreciate more so not just the green, the trees that I would see, the forests in northern Wisconsin, northern Minnesota. But I really did reflect back and being able to appreciate the scenery that I did see every morning, the Bighorn Mountains, right, the snow caps that I would see. The weather of course was very, very similar. But life is good and life, I would say, would be to find happiness, right? You want to find happiness and find happiness in your journeys. Find happiness in the people that surround you. And you don't know when you will see that person again. So take advantages take advantage, excuse me, of those moments you can be with that person and meet people at work. Driving across country. And and, and take that in and engage in that, and happiness. Because I always thought happiness does not have just one address. And Wyoming, I to this day feel that has had one of the biggest impacts on my life because of the people, the experiences, and those moments. And Wyoming, I will be back again with my family. And we will see you soon. This is the Minnesota Moderate Man, No Politics Involved podcast. His life is too short to get political at every step of the way.